Hi, I am Joe McGuire with a couple of very special in-studio guests, and we'll explain all that, why they're here and, and what their purpose is. But first, I'd like to introduce a longtime friend and, and associate, the executive director of the Cove Center for Grieving Children, Allison Camber. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. And you brought your program coordinator, mm -hmm. which we'll, uh, we'll try to understand what that job is exactly. Uh, Brooke Vines, thank you for also being here today. Thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. Now, uh, you guys, uh, first of all, the Cove Center for Grieving Children, amazing organization. Um, and you know, recently, you and my wife were talking. My wife lost her dad when she was young and was like, what an amazing program this is. And so we're like, I was already on board. Now we're totally on board to mm -hmm. make this happen. You guys have a couple of really good fundraisers coming up. I'll be at one of them. Absolutely. Uh, so let's talk about them. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm really excited um, to have Joe involved and his wife, Jessica. It's a great opportunity for us to work together. As Joe said, we're a lot like longtime friends. And so to have every, the Aguirre family um, working with the Cove is pretty amazing. I'm really excited to have that opportunity. And so, yeah, so we got some good stuff coming up. So we have our Hope and Healing Virtual Auction, which is coming up March 23rd through the 25th. There will be a link that's going to be live on our website, probably the day before around on the 22nd, so you can peruse through some of the items and see what we have. But we've got some great stuff. I know we have Red Sox tickets. I know. <laughs> They're joining. If you like that kind of thing, perfect. Yeah, so we, I know we have Red Sox tickets. Um, we have some great wines. We have wonderful day trips for families. So we have a lot of interesting items that we're going to be able to auction off. Our goal is to raise $15,000 from this auction. And we've done that the last couple of years since COVID started. Uh, we had to switch our fundraising strategy from a springtime gala, which had the raffle and the auction at it, to a virtual auction, which has done very well for us the last couple of years. Now, uh, just real quick, because I love auctions, is this like a silent auction? Is this where your your people would be um, bidding up until a certain time and then it's closed, it's over, and that's how you win it? Exactly, so it'll start on that Thursday at 8 a.m. It'll, it'll go live. Oh, 8 a.m. At 8 a.m. Oh, and then nice. you can start bidding, and it's really neat because what, if you get outbid, you'll get a text message or an email, so you can go back and bid right away and overbid that price again. So it's very interactive, it's a lot of fun, and people really, really enjoy it. It's, it's, and it'll end at 8 o'clock Saturday night. So you have basically 48, no, more than 48 hours. What's 48 and 12, like 60 hours? Is yeah. that about right? That sounds about right. Is, yeah. I think it's like, so you got 60 hours to get your bids in there. Again, uh, I remember you guys did this last year. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think I saw really cool stuff last year, as I mm -hmm. recall. Um, I didn't win anything. Yeah. Well, maybe this year you will. I think I need the the, the text messages yes, would be yes. would be super helpful. Um, all right, well, so good. And so that is that is our first fundraiser. It is our first fundraiser. Right and the reason you guys have fundraisers, and we should mention this, and I think this is kind of important. The Cove and all of the programs free. That's correct. Don't cost you a dime, and no. so we need to raise some funds here so that these things can be free. Exactly. So the Cove Center for Grieving Children provides free support services to children grieving the death of a parent or sibling. And we, like I said, it's free. We don't charge 
your insurance. We're not billable because we're not therapy. We're a support service. So all of our programs are free, and that means we need to raise a lot of money to be able to keep the programs free. We don't receive any state or federal funding or really much local funding. It's all through fundraising, grants, and the kindness of gen uh, and generosity of individuals in the state of Connecticut. Interesting. All right. Well, so all the more reason for people to uh, show up big at the auction. Absolutely. And we'll have an opportunity. If you don't see anything you like, we'll have an opportunity for you to also just donate directly to support a camper at our camp. Let's talk about the camp. Absolutely. Because, um, again, free. Mm -hmm. Free uh, and, and an amazing experience, I would assume, for the kids who are going to this camp, obviously dealing with whatever they're dealing with. Can you tell us a little bit about the camp, uh, what sort of activities there are? Uh, again, just so people can kind of get jazzed up about like, yeah, I'll throw it out for that. Absolutely, I'll actually turn this over to Brooke and have Brooke talk about our camp. Absolutely, thank you again for having us. Um, so Camp Compassion this year is taking place from April 28th to April 30th. And so this is a weekend long overnight camp for children ages six to 17. Um, and it's a beautiful opportunity for children to come together and meet others who are grieving a loss. Um, we know that um, grief can be very isolating. And so children get an opportunity to meet other children and to do different grief ac activities. So um, there's a luminary ceremony where children will decorate their luminary with their loved one. Um, and they, you know, set it on um, a kayak that goes out into the into the water. Um, very beautiful ceremony. Um, and then, in addition to the grief activities, we're also going to have regular camp activities. Kids need to be able to, yes, focus on their their grief and learning to process, but then also having fun. Um, kids grieve in spurts, so we want to be able to have those fun activities. Um, and so it's just a really great opportunity um, for kids to learn. It's, it's okay to, um, to grieve, to come together, um, and to also have some time to enjoy life and be a kid and have fun. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, again, when kids are dealing with stuff, like you said, it can't be all somber, right? It can't always be sadness, and there's certainly gonna be time for grief, but at the same time, you need that bit of fun to kind of help you move on, move through the process of grieving. Absolutely. So yeah. both of those things are really important to be able to help them, like Brooke said, to feel like normal kids. And because it is very isolating, most likely they're the only child in their school that is experiencing the, the death of a loved one. And so it's really important for them to sit across the table from somebody else and say, hey, you're going through it and I'm going through it. I'm not alone. And that's really, really important for these kids. And you guys also have a lot of programs for the parents too. And uh, I think the last time we talked, Allison, we sort of talked about it in terms of like uh, when an airplane's going down, right? You gotta, you gotta be able to put your mask on first before you could help the kids out. Absolutely. So in our camp, we do have a caregiver component as well. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. So when um, caregivers, parents come to drop their children off on Friday, we will have activities for the caregivers to engage in with the children. And then also Sunday, when they come to pick the children up, they will have that activity as well to come together. And so we want to involve parents and we want to show them, you know, how you can help connect with your child and to help talk about the grief together as a family. Um, and so those are really good um, opportunities for the families to come together before and after the camp. Yeah, that's really great. Uh, again, this whole organization is just absolutely amazing. And, and again, to be able to provide these services for free, the camp, uh, it, it, it really 
I don't know how people aren't just completely inspired to, you know, kind of get involved here. Uh, there's another event also to, 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 to raise some funds. Uh, and it's my favorite, it's my favorite kind of thing is what it is. <laughs> May the 5th, uh, Lyman Orchards golf tournament. Absolutely. And, uh, the MC right here. So, uh, I'm, I'm so excited about it. Uh, it's, it's obviously going to be a great time, but what could we expect? I remember, um, cause you, you've done golf tournaments mm -hmm. in the past and I've, I've emceed them and they're awesome. And, and there's usually lots of swag and I don't want to, I don't know, how are, how are we looking on that? Is that? We're getting there. We're still in the planning stages. Right. Yes. So, um, but it is going to be on Cinco de Mayo. So we're hoping to be able to offer something fun for that as well. So we've got a great committee that's working on it. And I'm really excited to have this um, longtime volunteer family um, that are helping us with this golf tournament. And you, of course, coming to MC is just the highlight of the whole thing because you really bring, to, bring it to that next level. But it is our second year doing our golf tournament. And last year, we raised over $50,000 and had 116 golfers. Wow. And that was our first one that the, has happened at the Cove in many years. So I am looking to sell out this course. My goal is to have 144 golfers there this year. And we would love for um, others from the community to come join us, learn a little bit more about the Cove. Lyman's is a beautiful course and their food is fantastic. And every golfer gets to go home with a little pie, a little apple pie. I mean, as if that's not reason enough, right? And uh, we are we are also going to have an opportunity, and I and I haven't quite thought this through. Mm -hmm. That's my fail, but we're working on something uh, as to how uh, you could spend some time with me while golfing, uh, and it'll only cost you a little bit more. But it'll all be worth it. I guarantee that. Absolutely. And you'll get a pie still. And you still so. get a pie. <laughs> still get a pie. Yes, because Joe needs somebody to drive him around on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I haven't had the greatest amount of luck driving around in golf carts. I don't know why. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure, but you know what? You know what happens to me is when I'm when I I get lost in the moment, you know, because you're yeah. you're doing such good, and and the next thing you know. You're in a sand pit. It happens. It just happens. It just happens. So we need some help for Joe here because yeah. he's golfing, but we needed somebody to drive him around. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and and details will be coming out on what that is shortly. So keep your eye out. Um, golf tournament is uh, in the morning. You're getting yes. there at eight. Yes, eight o'clock, and then uh, tea times nine. So we'll be uh, we'll be there early in the morning. We have a nice raffle. We'll have a bunch of raffle prizes and of course on course games as well closest to the pin longest drive that kind of thing and we're actually looking at just a couple of other new exciting things i talked to somebody last week about and so we're trying to work in something with cornhole oh yeah still working what? out the details on that one so yeah so this is this is really going to be um like an absolute blast. It's, it's going, going to be, be an experience that no one's going to want to miss. Absolutely. You have to come join us. And we obviously it's, it's a fundraiser. So we're there to raise money, but it's such a fun time. I know the golfers last year had a blast and the weather was semi-decent last year. So we're open for a really sunny day this year, um, but it was, it's going to be a great day. And it's Cinco de Mayo. Yep. I mean, you're going to be looking for something to do somewhere to go. You're not going to want to work. 
And now it's a Friday. It's what a, a Friday. Great way to start the weekend. <laughs> yeah. At a golf tournament, benefiting children, sad children. What's better than that? Absolutely. There's not a lot of, there's honest, I hate to say this, as far as uh, benefits go, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of better opportunities, I think, than what is is happening here between the the auction and the golf tournament. Again, you're, you're helping to brighten up children who are, you know, lost someone in their life. And and uh, this is amazing. It is. And we, we really need the support. Um, we were, Brooke and I were looking at some of our data that we collect. And from uh, just the month of January of 2022, and then we look compared to how many phone calls we received in January of 2023, just one month, it, oh, it doubled. So it's, you know, coming out of COVID, I think people are starting to realize um, their children need that support. Everyone's kind of so isolated in, you know, their own little circles for so long. And then you have the death of somebody, especially during COVID. There were no funerals. You weren't able to process the grief like you normally would be able to process grief, have all of those traditional things that happened. That wasn't able to happen. So many families are now really starting to feel those repercussions of not being able to have that traditional way of you know, being able to have that traditional funeral and saying goodbye to the loved one in that special way. And now just with all the rest of the deaths that are happening, um, people weren't getting great health care. you know, suicide rates are up, um, you know, drug and alcohol abuse has increased. So we are really experiencing a lot more influx of phone calls for people needing support. We can't always support the families. Um, their needs may be greater than what we can give. So then when that happens, um, Brooke will provide them with some additional resources or she'll just talk to them over the phone on how to be able to help support their child while they're going through this grief process. All right, program coordinator, because yes. you're coordinating the programs as far as we can tell. What <laughs> what sorts of things do you do uh, when you get someone on the phone like that? And I'm curious. Yeah, so my goal is I don't want this person to hang up the phone without knowing that they're, they have support and they are not alone. Um, and so on these phone calls, I'm assessing the situation. So is this a family that really could benefit from therapy? If so, I'm gonna make sure that they leave with a list of therapists in their insurance plan, you know, in their town so that they can, you know, find that resource easily. Um, maybe families really need books, they need resources so they can sit with their children and have an age appropriate way of explaining death. Um, and so we send books to them. Um, we have a great book for parents called Guiding Your Child Through Grief. We have great books for kids um, and we will send them out so they have the resource and follow up to see how, how the books work out. Um, I can also provide, you know, just some basic education. Some people, they don't even know like, how do I ha have this conversation with my child? I don't, I don't even know where to start. And so just providing that education and letting parents know, you know, um, you're not alone, you have support. And we, you know, if you want us to help talk to the school, talk to the teachers um, to help give them that support, we're there. So I just wanna make sure that these families know that the Cove is here to support them and um, we have resources available for them. We always talk about the resources. We never really get into the nitty gritty of what those are. So, Brooke, thank you. Uh, very, very helpful. Um, yeah, it's it, it really uh, since you came and became the executive director of the Cove. Um, you know, obviously, I was not aware of the Cove before you got there, um, and I think more people should. This is such an amazing organization, and again, what you guys are doing is to the benefit of children and you know i mean i know everybody cares a lot more when it's kids involved right just generally speaking 
so what an excellent program and and to be able to get involved you guys are like solid as far as volunteers go because you're an entirely volunteer based organization pretty much booked up there uh for the time being which is great um if you do want to volunteer uh reach out i'm sure there'll be future opportunities are you still looking for uh directors for your board Yes, we're always in search of new uh, directors for our board. And, you know, we certainly can have volunteers, even on some of our committees that we have. We do have a, a marketing committee. We have um, our program committee. We have our golf committee. Each of our events has its own small committee. So we're always looking for people to come in and join at the committee level. That's actually very helpful for us because then it lightens the load for everybody that's involved. And we have, you know, having new ideas and new people come in is really helpful for all of us because we're only human, we're only one person, you know, only, yeah. we're a very small office. There's three of us in, inside our office that are full-time at the Cove and the rest of our, our staff is actually out in the field doing all of the work. So, and they're all social workers as is Brooke as, um, so we really look for those committee members to be able to help support what we're doing on an ongoing basis or even just a very short commitment. Like, like the golf committee, we start in January, it's over in May, it's, you know, a couple of meetings and whatever you can do to help support in between. And we communicate a lot by email and everything's done over Zoom. So it's actually very simple and easy to get involved with us. And we're always looking for the, those new and exciting ideas. If you're looking for an opportunity to serve on a board, you have experience, uh, this sounds like something you'd like to get interested in. Uh, Allison, how can they get in touch? Certainly, our website is covect.org, and you can find all the information that you need about volunteering, about our programs, and we haven't even touched on the family program yet, um, but our camp applications on the website. All our applications are, are very accessible on our website, but you can also call us. Our number is 203-634-0500, and leave a message for Brooke or I, and we will get back to you. Let's talk about the family programs. Yes, let's talk about it. So our family program is a 20 week program that starts in September and it runs up until June. And so this is a mutual support peer based group where um, caregivers and children come um, to receive support from our site directors who are all licensed mental health clinicians and then our trained volunteer facilitators. And so um, this is gonna be for children ages five to 17 who have experienced the loss of a parent, a direct caregiver or a sibling. Um, and the family program meets twice a month in person. We have five sites, um, New Haven, Meriden, Guilford, Stonington, and West Hartford. Um, so those are all the sites that we currently have. Um, and it's a wonderful opportunity, again, for kids to meet other children who are grieving. And the parents have their own component where they can talk with one another and learn from the site director how they can best support their children. Um, and we also have virtual groups um, that we started to offer as a result of COVID. And so those have continued. So we have a teen virtual group, a young adult virtual group, a male caregivers virtual group um, to learn how to help grieving children. And we have a new program, which is our virtual family program. This is a great option for families who might be waiting to get into the site of their choice. Um, and they have the ability to hop online twice a month with a licensed clinician. Um, and to you know, start this process until they can get into that site. Oh, that is fantastic. Again, you know, we we talk all the time, and I think I understand the Cove and what it does and and what it's serving. But uh, thank you, Brooke, for kind of giving us a little more insight into those programs that you coordinate. Absolutely. 
<laughs> they really are pretty um, amazing. All of the programs that we run are actually art therapy based also. So the kids have that opportunity to explore their feelings and their emotions through the use of art and those types of skills and tools um, that help them bring their emotions forward. You know, children always can't verbalize what they're feeling or how they're feeling. Um, they often come into the program either very angry or they have, you know, regressed and pulled back and now they're quiet so these our therapy based opportunities allow them to express themselves without needing that vocabulary um, and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to teach them when they, we see these art things coming out and what they're creating it helps us be able to help them communicate oh I see you've drawn this picture you look very sad why are you sad and it allows that that conversation to start in a more natural way without it being really forced and sitting you know in a chair next to each other and saying hey how did, you know why do you feel this way it comes out more naturally and it's a better way to start that conversation with them you know it, it, the other interesting thing again you know you know my wife lost her dad when she was young and and you know death is around us everywhere but it seems like uh when when you're a kid and that kind of stuff like you're the only person and and i could see where you would feel completely isolated and let's be honest i think parents are having a hard enough time communicating with kids nowadays under normal circumstances mm -hmm. just the ability to be able to communicate with your kid in good times to go through you know whether it's a parent or a grandparent or just someone really close um Again, I feel like most adults don't know how to talk about death, don't know how to how to work themselves through it, let alone their kids. And so you look at the the communication gap between parents and kids already, and then the topic itself, which people are never comfortable with. This this seems like it would be so necessary. You, I just introduced you to some people the other day, uh, and one of the guys in the group, and I didn't, and I've known this guy for a couple of years really well. Uh, him and his daughter used, uh, utilized your guys' services some years ago, and he uh, was thrilled to, to hear the Cove Center for Grieving Children again and talked about uh, how much you guys did for not only his daughter, but for him. Absolutely. And it was, you know, you never know who you're going to when you meet somebody what what their life circumstances are and and you know usually sometimes i do get that you know they're like oh you did use the cope services or sometimes they're like i wish i had known that you guys were there um or you know 30 years ago i wish i had this for myself when i was a child and now we're here we're here and part of our our goal is you know coming on a show like this too is just to raise awareness of us we are here we're here to support Anybody in Connecticut, um, we provide services across the state. So anybody that's in Connecticut can call us and you know talk to Brooke and get some resources and get those tools that they need to be able to help support their children. And we're here. So if you know somebody that needs our support, please let them know that we exist. We have a lot of referrals, word of mouth, um, and people say, "Oh, my my aunt, my uncle, my friend, you know, heard about you guys, and they thought we could, you know, you might be able to support our family at this time." Yeah, uh, again, I, I can't stop talking about the Cove. I just feel like it's something people need to know about. And everyone that I tell about the Cove are like blown away by it. And, you know, again, we've had a chance to talk to you before to try to get get the word out there. Um, and, and I'm just excited to uh, to to really be able to uh, get a little bit more involved. And, and I cannot wait for uh, Cinco de Mayo. I know, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna, gonna be a have, great day. We are gonna have a blast, uh, that is that is sure. All right, um, 
So again, uh, virtual uh, silent auction is the 23rd, 4th, and 5th. Correct, of March. Starts 8 a.m., mm -hmm. ends 8 p.m. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Website covect.org. Right, and the link will be available probably that the just 24 hours before it starts. Okay, I love it. Um, and if they go to the website now, is can they sign up for the golf tournament now? Absolutely. We're looking for sponsors and players. So you can go right on our website, covect.org, and click on the golf. Um, it's actually rotating on our homepage, or you can go to events and find it under there, and then register your foursome, register yourself, and we're definitely looking for sponsors as well. Yeah. Uh... Definitely looking for sponsors. If you want to, you want to have your name on a sign. We certainly would appreciate that very much. Again, covect.org is the website. Uh, make sure you come out for this golf tournament. It's going to be a ton of fun. All right. Uh, what else do we need to know about the cove? What, what else you got? What else is there? Is there anything else that that people should or need to know about? Well, I just think people just need to know about us, and also we're definitely looking for that community support. For the cove you know there's so many great nonprofits out there that are doing such amazing work and but for our organization grief is something that everybody experiences and i always like to say to people as an adult you know 40 50 year old adult you're supposed to bury your parent that's what the you know the natural progression is as an adult and as an adult when you're grieving i've talked to so many people like i didn't know what to do my mother died and I'm 40 something years old. I didn't know how to handle that. And I'm an adult. Now as a child, five, six, seven year old child that has to bury their parent, the rest of their life, they're going to regrieve. Every milestone they hit, every, you know, they graduate high school, they get their first car, apartment, job, first child, married, whatever it is that their life path brings for them, that parent is not going to be there for that. So we're trying to give them the tools to be able to manage that grief during all of those really challenging times that should be really happy times, but can be very difficult. So we are here to help support these kids for their life, really. We're giving them those tools that will carry them through their life. And we do need that community support to make sure that we can keep keep this going and we can keep offering everything for free. Many of our families would not be able to even afford therapy sessions because it's not well covered by insurance. Um, so we, our program is, is essential to being able to help all families, all walks of life throughout Connecticut. And we really need that community support to continue to do that. You know, I mentioned my wife having lost her father when she was young. Both of my parents lost a parent when they were young. And my parents are in their 80s now. And it seems to me that neither one of them is over the loss of their parent. And it's been most of their life that they've dealt with this. And I think for anybody who knows somebody who's lost a parent or maybe both parents for that matter, um, it really does have a lifelong impact. You know, recently my wife realized that, you know, uh, she's at the age now where her dad's been gone longer than he was on, on the earth. And, and it's, you know, has a hard time wrapping her mind around that. And so it is, it's like a lifelong process. And, and again, to, to have the resources you guys have uh, and to offer that for free is 
so amazing. It really is. Especially in this day and age, there's not very many things out there that are free anymore. And we really want to be able to continue to do that. So um, raising awareness of the Cove, just in general for our programs, I would love to have the, pro the problem of having so many families, I, I need to open up another site, I need to I need to immediately grow. We've been discussing um, how we're going to be able to do, you know, different opportunities for, especially for caregivers, maybe a, 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 an adult group or just for, for moms or, so we're talking about how we're going to be expanding and we want to do that pretty rapidly, but we absolutely need the funds to be able to do that. If you want to help these guys expand and make this accessible to even more people, mm -hmm. eh, even more reason. Yeah. Uh, to pony up covect.org again the auction is the 23rd 24th and 25th and then may the 5th lime and orchards cinco de mayo it's going to be an amazing day for some golfing i'll expect that you'll be there i hope that you'll be there and again details uh won't cost you too much but how you could spend the entire day there with me uh guaranteed to have an amazing time that's a problem. It's a guarantee. Absolutely. I can it definitely, <laughs> uh, I can guarantee that that will be a great time. That will. Um, well, thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. Brooke Vine, the program coordinator. You got it. Explaining all the programs and how they work. I appreciate that. Not that Allison Gamber hasn't, because <laughs> she explains things great. Executive director, uh, longtime friend, and again, uh, glad to uh, be a part of this. And, and, and again, just in bringing awareness, if we do nothing but bring awareness uh, today, at least you know the Cove Center for Grieving Children now. But if you go to covect.org, you can get so much more involved and see all these great programs and all of these great events that we're talking about. Get yourself signed up. Uh, we'll hopefully see you there. Again, ladies, thank you for thank being you. here. Uh, amazing work. Please keep it up. Uh, covect.org that is the website and that's going to do it for us for today i'm joe mcguire again for brooke vine and allison gamber from the cove center for grieving children thank you so much for watching see you next time